Welcome back to Second and Short. It is Monday, February 19th, 2024. It happens to be my 21st birthday as you're listening to this, but more importantly, there's a baseball game on Thursday. That's so exciting. Colin, how do you feel about there being a baseball game on Thursday? Ecstatic. It's ecstatic. Ecstatic. Nope, that's not a word. All right, cool. Um, Can we restart? uh, (laughs) No. And um, as I've said for weeks, some of the biggest names in free agency still don't have a team yet. Um, Other than that, we've got just under a month to continue to harp on the recently concluded NFL season. Uh, And then free agency will begin on March 13th. Then in college football, like we say, it never sleeps. The biggest story, the official announcement of College Football 25 by EA Sports, and that's really all the fans care about. Meanwhile, there's a big decision to be made by the College Football Playoff Committee uh, on the structure of the 12-team playoff. Colin, how are you doing today? I'm good. You know, I just drove back home from Tallahassee. It's been a long day, but ready to get into it. Are you excited for baseball to officially start? Absolutely. Can't wait. I'm already seeing videos from spring training, like pitchers and catchers. I saw uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto throw a live BP. I'm I'm so bought in. <laughs> saw it's, Chris Sale in that 51 jersey. Yep. <laughs> I'm I'm so I'm so in. Uh, it's bad. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's uh let's get into. Okay, it. well, what we've got on the ledger today, uh, we're gonna be talking about Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. He did a tier list of NFL teams. We're going to go through that article, and then we're going to do a tier list ourselves uh, with our own categories, put them all together, kind of going into the offseason, how these teams look, and then maybe at the end of the offseason, going into the regular season, we'll tier them again, see how their offseasons went, how they moved up and down, and then uh, MLB offseason news, college football news, and a hot take to get the week ready. Get the week ready? Get the week started. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to the <laughs> Well, uh, without further ado, let's get into this article from Jeremy Fowler that we're going to talk about. Um, it was a pretty interesting one. Nathan, if you could pull it up on the screen real quick. Um, no, idiot. <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's doing back here. Okay, let's start with the top. So he's got the still major contenders uh, tier, and um, it starts with the Baltimore Ravens. They're Went 13-4 and four last season, average age of the roster, 27.2. How do you think kind of the future outlook for the Ravens looks like? I mean, the Ravens are going to be strong throughout the next couple seasons, without a doubt, as long as they got Lamar at QB. Yeah. Um, really, it's just going to be looking defensive side. Um, they, got a lot of, they got a lot of young bucks, but they also have some old-timers. So if they can really fill those slots, you know, just keep the veteran – Presence there, and then just get some great, you know, playmaking ability out of their young people like Kyle Hamilton and everything like that. They'll be just fine. Yeah, I think when you look at, like, the the key parts of this team, you see a lot of youth. Mm-hmm. You know, Lamar Jackson, still pretty young, despite being in the league for quite a few years. Um, and then, of course, Zay Flowers was a star last season. Like you said, Kyle Hamilton. Uh, so many other guys on that team have done such great things, and they're at the point in their careers where they have quite a few years on them. Um, the big thing is going to be keeping guys this year. Um, yes, I'm aware, Nathan, that Zay Flowers uh, is under investigation for domestic assault. Uh, please pull back up the article. Um, but, yeah, like, it's going to be interesting to just to keep everybody paid mm-hmm. um, for that team. Uh, but the next team, the Lions – I get them being up here for sure. Yeah. I, I do think they're a Super Bowl contender going forward. Um, 
once again, for them, it's about keeping everything together. Luckily, very young team. Average age, 26.9. Really, the the only age when it comes to like the star players on that team is Jared Goff. Yeah. Because you look across the rest of the team, and Amon Ross St. Brown, pretty young. Um, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs. And then on the defensive side, Aiden Hutchinson, Jack Campbell. Like They have so many great young players. The big thing is going to be, over these next you know, three, four years when these guys are eligible for extensions, you already have Amon Ross St. Brown and Panay Sewell this offseason that can get an extension. Once again, it's about keeping guys paid. That's what keeps happening with these teams that they draft well and they build up within like two, three years of drafting these guys. That's what the Bengals are running into right now where they've got to extend a bunch of guys. That's what you know the Chiefs have run into in the past. Like So many teams run into this issue. And, you know, some teams can't keep everybody paid. Some teams can. You know, some teams don't want to. Um, but Detroit, I feel like uh, with the guys they've got there, some of them are going to be willing to take, you know, take a step back, take a lower, you know, pay just to keep this team alive because I think it seems like a place where people want to play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's go. The next one, Kansas City Chiefs. Duh. Duh. <laughs> like that, that couldn't be more obvious. You have, uh, you know, the soon-to-be greatest quarterback of all time, it seems like. And then the greatest tight end of all time. You have the rushiest rice of all time. I don't know. <laughs> I was really going for something there. Uh, but Chris Jones and LeJarius Sneed, um, I think they both are going to be free agents. You Chris, Sneed, yeah, Chris though. Jones was on a one-year deal because of that whole situation. Obviously, Kadarius Tony is going to be in the CFL next year. He's gone. And, um, yeah, there's just quite a few things they need to address. Could they get better? Yeah. yeah. There's so many things they could improve about that team. You know, we especially stemming from things we saw in the regular season, there's a lot of things they could fix. But for now, they're reigning back-to-back Super Bowl champions. Yeah. They need another wide out. That's, yeah, that's for the biggest sure. Thing. They need, a like, a go-to guy to uh, partner up with Rashi Rice. Yeah, and then rounding out this tier once again. The, the 49ers. Um, that's the biggest problem. The yes. cap space right now, their salary cap space, negative $44 million. They're going to have to get rid of some guys. My biggest thing to me, deciding between Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk yeah. going forward, which one would you rather keep? Because Debo Samuel eats up a ton of cap space, $28.6 million this year. I think Eric Armstead, you could probably let him go. Yeah. Because you have guys on that team that can play in his position and do well, and they did all year. Um, he takes up way too much cap for his, you know, uh, ability and just kind of his contribution. Trent Williams, Fred Warner, I don't care how much cap space they take up. You keep them. Yeah, those are those are generational guys. I think Debo's got to go. Yeah, and for now, Brock Purdy still on a rookie deal, so he's still not taking up any cap space. That's helping them out a ton. So if Brock Purdy, you know, for the next, what, two, three years while he's still under his rookie contract, just holds on to that, they don't try and extend him once that comes up, you can keep a good team together. I don't think you can keep this good of a team, but you can bring in guys for a little less money. Maybe you could bring in two guys to fill the role of one guy for less money than you were paying that one guy and potentially get better. So... Yeah, I think San Fran has a ton of upside, obviously, because they have, once again, a young core, uh, and that's going to really help them out. But, um, 
I also trust their front office because for years they've been making great moves and keeping themselves in a good spot. You taking Ayuk or Debo? I'm taking Ayuk. Yeah, good call. Consistency. That's yeah. that's the biggest thing. I mean, you got McCaffrey as a running back. You don't need Debo for all of his running yeah. ability. Yeah. Uh, and then our next tier is uh, need a postseason breakthrough. And I definitely agree with this first one. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Uh, they are <laughs> salary cap space is where to start with this team. Fifty and a half million dollars. Um, the big thing is, you know, you paid Josh Allen. Now what? <laughs> because you got a lot of guys going into free agency, uh, which maybe is good. Maybe you could let. Honestly, I think they should just start fresh with the wide receiver core. Yeah, Gabe Davis. Stephon Gabe Davis, Davis is going to be. Go. Yeah, Gabe Davis is going to be a free agent. Let him go. Uh, Stephon Diggs. You should probably trade him. Get some young guys in. Keep Dalton Kincaid. Probably get rid of Dalton Schultz. Or not Dalton Schultz. What's his name? Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. I mixed them all up. They all have the same name. Keep Khalil Shakir, bro. (laughs) Agreed. He's great. That man's nasty. But, like, you could, you know, let A.J. Epinesa walk. Let Dane Jackson, Leonard Floyd. All those guys can walk in free agency this year, and I wouldn't have a problem with it because there's guys you can go out and get significantly better with for less money. Yeah, absolutely. All right, the next one, the Dallas Cowboys. This one is the team to talk about Def- when it comes to the playoffs. Definition of a postseason breakthrough. Yeah, it, they certainly need one. Um, and I said last week with Luke that I don't think Dak is the problem, and I still agree with that. Yeah. I don't think Dak is the problem. I think it's the coaching, and I think it's the GM version mm-hmm. of Jerry Jones. Um, Dak Prescott's not the problem. And the big thing is, C.D., and Michael Parsons. Uh, well, CD gets paid this year. Michael Parsons the next year, I believe. CD Lamb's gonna be asking for a lot of money after this year. Oh man! <laughs> and Dak uh, already gets a fifty million dollar cap hit, uh, so less than half of his contract puts them over the salary cap. Mm. <laughs> hey, not, you gotta not build good. around those three. Yeah. If you want to have a great team yeah. for the Cowboys, you got to build around those three. Yeah. And your next team, the Miami Dolphins. Once again, this is a team where they're definitely going to make the playoffs over and over and over again. The problem is the mixture of high-paid guys and aging guys. Yeah. That's a big problem because, like, yes, Tua and Waddle are young. Raheem Mostert's been in this league for quite a while. Tyree Kill's already talked about how he wants to retire after year 10. And then you've got Jalen Ramsey on the other side who's been in the league for a while, and you're still dealing with all of these injuries that happened late in the season. A lot of guys, that their injuries are probably going to last through almost the beginning of the season, maybe into the beginning of the season. <clears throat> They're not in a great spot going into next year. With that being said, they have a chance to stay good because they don't have to pay everybody. Um, they secured a lot of contracts last offseason. They you know, have a lot of guys that are still on rookie deals, but I don't, I, I'm not going to guarantee them a spot in the playoffs every year. No, not with how strong that division is and how it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, our next team in the, uh, in this, uh, oh, our next tier, uh, teetering contenders. So this one, I certainly agree with this first one. Um, like this team could literally be anywhere from, um, Average to Great. Super Bowl contender. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the Cincinnati Bengals because they have so much cap space. Mm. 
They have $47.9 million in cap space. And honestly, I'm letting Tyler Boyd walk in this offseason. I think you could restructure Joe Mixon and, and help yourself out a little bit there, considering last year he kind of turned a horrible season into a pretty good one by the end. He broke 1,000 yards. He had nine touchdowns. Um, I think he's still the guy at running back for them. You just need a healthy a healthy Joe Burrow, and you're going to win games. You know, it started to turn for them, and then Burrow gets hurt, and it just kind of derailed everything. They still ended up 9-8 and eight with Jake Browning playing half the season. So, like, you, you can't be mad at where the Bengals are at right now. They've got draft picks this year. They've got a young team. Uh, you know, they've already dealt with paying most of their guys um, pretty much. I, I think Jamar Chase is going to be eligible for an extension this offseason. Uh, but if you let T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd walk, you have the space to pay him. So, yeah, I, I think the Bengals are a team to look for going forward um, and obviously look for them right now. Yeah, no, honestly. I, I agree. I think you need to let T. and Tyler Boyd, I think you need to let both of them walk. Yeah. Try to go get you, like, a trade and then also draft a wide receiver. I think that's going to be best-case scenario for them. Yeah, keep that, you know, wide receiver core young. I think that's a good idea. Uh, our next team is interesting. The Philadelphia Eagles are so weird because we know they have so many good players. Um, and, you know, people will question Jalen Hurts and they will question Nick Sirianni and they'll question everything. Um, they're having to fully redo the coordinators just two years after making a Super Bowl and both their coordinators becoming head coaches. Um, they're already redoing both. They already you know, hired new ones, that's not a good sign. No. And that's definitely not a good sign for Nick Sirianni. No. <laughs> that means that Howie Roseman already has a thought in his brain that if it doesn't go perfect this year, Nick Sirianni's gone. Yeah, absolutely. So with them, I don't know if it's as much about, like, making sure you keep players or whatever it may be. It's more just about the fact that some of your best players are about to retire and your coaching staff sucks. Yeah, they got all the talent in the world. Yeah. But with a coaching staff that doesn't know how to coach him, like, you're not going to get anywhere. That's why we saw the first-round exit from the Bucks. Yeah. Also, Nick Sirianni, clown. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute cornball. He used to go to Carolina. Yeah, he'd fit in perfectly. <laughs> uh, all right, our next tier, heading on the right track. The Cleveland Browns. I Absolutely. agree with this. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, once Chubb's back, like, think about it. They had they, so many injuries. Yeah, so many injuries. And next year, we'll start the season, and you'll have Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson back in the game. You'll have Amari Cooper. Like, that's that's enough. <laughs> yeah, cap space. Cap space is a problem. But there, there's some loose ends you could cut. You could do some restructuring. Uh, the biggest problem is that you're paying Deshaun Watson so much fucking money. Yeah. I still think it's a mistake. I don't know if it matters how much he, like, how well he does. No. That's way too much money. Yeah, no, Deshaun Watson's ceiling is lower than how much he gets paid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Uh, the Packers, I like that as well, heading down the right track. Yeah. I had some glowing things to say about the Packers on Friday's episode, and I'm going to do it again. They have the youngest roster in the league, and they made the playoffs last year. There is so much to look forward to with this team. Jordan Love is, you know, just got a very team-friendly extension in the offseason last year. You know, Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Reed, 
Like Bo Melton. Yeah, Bo Melton. Fucking everybody. Aaron Jones. All their tight ends are rookies, too. Yeah, Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft. Like, literally everybody is a rookie on that team, or it's their first year starting, and they made the playoffs. But they have experience at the running back position, they have experience on the offensive line, and they have experience on the defense, and it just is a recipe for success. This team made it to the divisional round, and it's not just off of a whim. They busted their ass to make the playoffs. They beat a very good Cowboys team in the wild card. They find themselves in the divisional round, and they really gave the 49ers a run for their money. Like, this was this is a real team, and considering how young they are, it, it can only get better. Average age of 25 was at .8. Yeah, on that's their roster. insane. Kids are just getting Insane. Uh, our next team, the Houston Texans. They yeah. also have a pretty young roster. They have a ton of cap space, $61.9 million. Um, and of course, you got to buy in on CJ Stroud. Yeah, you have CJ Stroud, who is a dog. Yeah. And you also have Nico Collins, dog. Tank Dell. Tank Dell, dog. Will Anderson, dog. dog. Damon Pierce, questionable. Trash. <laughs> Damon Pierce, great, great very kick questionable. Returner. Great kick returner. Yeah. I, I think running back is definitely an issue. I didn't um, hate the way Devin Singletary no, played. No, I didn't hate Devin Singletary at all last year. Uh, I just don't know if... If you got the money, you go get it. Yeah, exactly. And this is going to be a good free agency class for running backs. Yeah, Saquon's going to be a free agent. Eckler's going to be a free agent. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Derrick Henry. <laughs> like, literally everybody except Christian McCaffrey that has been considered good in the last three years at running back, mm-hmm. except Joe Mixon, is going to be a free agent. Yeah. It's Who pretty big. If you're Houston, who's the one guy you go after? If I'm Houston, I go after somebody that fits what we're looking to do. That's put the ball in C.J. Stroud's hands. Um, so I I gave Austin Eckler some big hate on Friday. Uh, I said he's not a top 15 running back. <laughs> and I, I had a list. <laughs> I had a fucking list. And uh, wow. I'll just say I'm pretty convinced by my list I wrote. Um, but I think Austin Eckler fits what they want to do there. Yeah. Especially because you're still going to have Damon Pierce, whether you have Devin Singletary or not. Damon Pierce can be a physical runner. Austin Eckler, don't don't hand him the ball. Only throw it to him. Do not hand him the ball unless you want three yards per carry. Not even. Yeah. (laughs) That's on a good day. Yeah. He's like Miles Sanders, but he can catch the ball. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's go to the next team, though. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville, I think, is the epitome of average. Biggest disappointment last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, such high hopes for them. Literally, all they did was have a really good comeback against Justin Herbert and then almost beat Chad Henney. (laughs) And everybody was like, the Jags, man. (laughs) Watch out. Bro, before the season, they were my picks to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the biggest issue is going to be keeping Josh Allen, obviously the defensive one, and Calvin Ridley this year. Calvin Ridley also was like he was good very a lot inconsistent he was relatively inconsistent but, but he was good for a lot also of the season has to do with uh, the inconsistency of their O line yeah and Trevor Lawrence yeah I think the the O line kind of doesn't help Trevor Lawrence much but he definitely has his moments where you're like okay like there's something wrong here yeah like he's not it didn't just immediately translate for him I think. That kind of comes down to when he was a rookie, his head coach was fucking Urban Meyer. Um, <laughs> but, like, 
he has a good head coach now. He doesn't have an excuse with Doug Peterson there. Yeah. And honestly, Doug Peterson doesn't have an excuse for how this team's playing with Trevor Lawrence there and Calvin Ridley and Travis Etienne, who I think is fantastic and is going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many guys on that team. Why are they not winning with a good head coach? Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's bad. All right, they're, well, they're not in the hardest division. To no, playoffs. no, the Texans are their only issue. But the thing is, they could have made the playoffs, but they got they lost to the Titans. Yeah. Uh, we got a few more teams in this tier. The Los Angeles Rams uh, being the next one. They do have some cap space, and you know, with Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford already paid, you know, Puganakua rookie contract, Kyron Williams early into his uh, rookie contract, you've got. Pretty good chance to just kind of stay in the same spot you're in. You got to build up that defense. Yeah, and this was a playoff team last year. I agree. Defense is what you have to do. Um, you know, you have kind of the core of your team settled. You have yeah. a quarterback. You have a running back. You have two great wide receivers, and you've got you know solid play at tight end. I don't see them doing anything offensively with all ten of their draft picks this year. That's a lot of picks to have for the Rams. So I think they're going to use them well. I think they're going to go defense, and um, I- I'm excited to see what the Rams can do. I would break it up six and four. Yeah. Four offensive players, ten defense defensive players. That's not math. <laughs> Good save, though. Uh, let's see. Uh, our next team, the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, they're, once again, an interesting case. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield, maybe he will be good again next year. Maybe he won't, and that is a problem. Uh, I, you I know, think I think will. he's settling in quite nice there in Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, but then again, his his offensive coordinator just left. Yeah, but they just didn't click. Give him a chance. Uh, hold on, <laughs> Baker Mayfield and Dave Canales clicked. That's why it worked this year. I'm just messing. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, but you know, Tristan Wirfs. Uh, you know, in the next couple of years, he'll be a free agent. Antoine Winfield could be leaving soon. Mike Evans. Ah, nah. He's he's a career buck, bro. His agent basically said, make him a buck for life or they're walking before this next season. Then they got to make him a buck for life. They got $35.6 million in cash space. They can do it. Yeah. Because, look, if if we're going to keep disrespecting Mike Evans, I'm I'm so done with it. Yeah. Like, Jameis Winston was on Pardon My Take a couple weeks ago. And was just like, he's the most underrated player that he's played with. Yeah, absolutely. Because the man is a walking 1,000-yard season. He's had a 1,000-yard season since the his, so, or his sophomore and junior year of college. Yeah. Nice. Every single year, he has had 1,000 receiving yards since the last two years he was in college. Mm-hmm. That's insane. You got to keep him. Yeah. The Bucks have till, I think, September. Yeah. I, uh, what I would say for them is they need to make picks for the future this year. Mm-hmm. You need to go out and get a backup offensive lineman that can fill in for some of these guys that are getting older and, and you know looking to move on. Um, and then you also need to do the same thing on the defensive side. Devin White wants to go. Levante David is 500 years old, but he's still amazing. He's he keeps so getting better. He keeps he's getting better. So, talk about underrated. Yeah, Levante David is underrated. underrated. Uh, but, you know, for them, yeah, like I said, I, I think it's just make moves for the future. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, so our next tier, stuck in the middle, but a move or two away. The Colts, for sure, stuck in the middle. 
They have so much cap space. And, you know, this year wasn't like we didn't even see what we wanted to see. And they were a game away from they were a a play away from making the playoffs. I think you can make the argument if Anthony Richardson doesn't get hurt, there's a strong case he makes playoffs. Yeah. No, they were fantastic with him in. Obviously, decision making is still a problem for him. We saw that in the games he played in, but he has a future ahead of ahead of him. He had good performances and I you know, you can't get mad at him for that. No. Um you know, you definitely you, you need to keep Michael Pittman Jr. Um you know, you need to keep on the defensive side for sure. Um, you know, DeForest Buckner's aging, but you gotta get you gotta keep him there. You gotta keep Zaire Franklin. He's gonna need a deal pretty soon. And um Kenny Moore is gonna be a free agent and he was amazing. So you gotta try and keep him too. Um for the Colts, it's really just about keep the guys you got and just keep adding uh in free agency. Make those small moves that just stack up. Yeah. If Pittman Lee leaves does that make Josh Downs wide receiver one? Yes. And then Alec Pierce wide receiver number two? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, he cannot leave. No, you can't let him. <laughs> if he leaves, that just means you have to go get Mike Evans. Yeah, or like or the, trade for Stephon Diggs. Or the duo of Tyler Boyd and T. <laughs> you got to get both of them. Yeah, you got to get both of them. <laughs> All right, our next team, though, the Minnesota Vikings. Once again, this one is about keeping guys. Because if you don't re-sign Kirk, you're done. You're done. You're we saw every option they had at quarterback this year. Yeah. We probably saw them all in the game against the Packers. <laughs> what was his name? Jaron Hall? Yeah, we he, saw Jaron Hall. We saw Nick Mullins. We saw Josh Dobbs. We saw Kirk Cousins this year. We saw, I think, one other as well. I, think that I don't be. even know who it was, but I think we saw one other. I, I think four is enough. Yeah, four is certainly enough. Well, Browns got to the playoffs. <laughs> but um yeah look they just it's about keeping guys uh look it's pretty obvious that you need to pay Jettas, but also it's been talked about where Jettas said if kirk doesn't stay he might leave too mm. so that instantly should make you re-sign kirk cousins yeah you cannot lose both of them yeah it's gonna be interesting for the vikings but let's move on to the next team the seattle seahawks i think quarterback might be their problem Let's see. Yeah, because Geno Smith right now. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, they got to get someone this draft or trade for someone. Yeah. And even if he do, even if he doesn't start this coming year, mm-hmm. you need to get somebody because Geno, I, I don't think it'll last. Take your um, time, Bob. Yeah. And with the defense, you have a lot of – you have a weird mix of very young players like Devin Witherspoon and uh, Tariq Wollin and, you know, Jamal Adams, pretty old now. Uh, but, you know, Boye Mafe, a bunch of other guys on that defense that are fantastic. But you also have Bobby Wagner, <laughs> who is the core of that defense once again. But he's also very old. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to figure out if you want. Um, yeah, Bobby Wagner's going to be a free agent. Um, as well as Leonard Williams, who they traded for. Um you know, Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs are, are going to be interesting because both of them play safety and one of them is clearly better than the other <laughs> and it's not Jamal Adams. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then, like, the offensive side, I'm not worried. Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker work perfectly together at running back and you have so many wide receiver options yeah. you can't even think about it. I think it's really just about quarterback and it's about getting the defense to either – 
get more experienced players or bring in kind of the next era of those guys? Um, let's kind of start picking this one up a little bit. Uh, QB Purgatory, the Falcons. Duh. No fucking shit. Great job. Uh, that one's pretty obvious. The Denver Broncos, QB Purgatory. Duh. Duh. They also have no money. <laughs> um, New England Patriots, QB Purgatory. Yeah, okay. But see, my issue with this is that he put the Patriots and the Broncos in the same tier list, or in the same tier as the Falcons and what we'll talk about in a second is the Steelers. There's two different tiers. Yeah. The Patriots and the Broncos are, like, literally rebuilding now. Yes. The Falcons and Steelers have a team of great players They're with a, no quarterback. Find a quarterback in. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Patriots have so much money that they could spend. Uh, it's really just about getting people there. It's a new era without Belichick. Uh, the Steelers are an interesting case because, like we said, they're similar to the Falcons where they have the players. They have everybody except the quarterback. You know, obviously, um, they had to replace uh, their offensive coordinator. They took the Falcons set coach, <laughs> which is an interesting move, but Not I don't hate it. Um, yeah, they, they got to make some changes. The commanders are weird. I don't know if it's all about the quarterback there. I do think that they could use a better quarterback, but I don't think they have to necessarily do it now. They need more of the big guys. Yeah. Up front. Yeah, That's for sure. Because Sam Howell was getting beat down all year. I I think that if they don't have the first overall pick to get Caleb, like if they don't trade up to get first, I don't think it's worth, like, ruining, you know, making a pick that maybe you're not comfortable with. Go get an offensive lineman. Maybe get two. Yeah. Fuck it. You got nine (laughs) picks this draft. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They they definitely need to make some things uh, happen. But, uh, oh, I like this tier. This could go either way. The Saints, yeah. <laughs> they have no fucking money. They had to do fucking cap space cartwheels to get David or Derek Carr on this team. And now they're reaping the consequences of it. Like, it is so bad. $79.4 million in the red. It's insane. And then the Jets, it, it all relies on Rodgers. Yeah. The, you you know the defense is there. The defense is fantastic. And they're going to have to pay those guys in a couple of years. And they just cut a couple of guys off that defense. But I think Jets and Jets fans should be feeling pretty good. They've essentially hit the cap. They have $0.8 million in cap space right now. They'll get rid of a couple of guys, shed some money, bring yeah. some guys in. But I don't think we're going to see major free agency moves. I think their play is going to be the trade market this year. Trade market and draft. Yeah, like trade for Devontae Adams. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll see. Uh, new coach, new direction. The Raiders, I don't care what they do with, coach, with the coach because Aiden O'Connell is their quarterback. Yeah, and Josh Jacobs is leaving. Yeah, and he's not good. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> Zeus took over that backfield. Yeah. The Chargers, once again, cap space issue. Last year, same exact position. I think you got to shed Khalil Mack and you got to shed Keenan Allen, no doubt. I think, honestly, you could shed Mike Williams too and you trade for Devontae Adams. I don't hate it. I brought up the Devontae Adams possibly getting traded on Friday to the Chargers, and I like that idea. I think Bosa, you can keep him. You could also go out and try to get someone like uh, Gabe Davis for cheap. Yeah. Yeah, like if you trade for Devontae and you bring in Gabe Davis, 
I if like I'm that. if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I feel pretty damn good. I like that duo <laughs> a lot better than Keenan Allen and Mike yeah, and Mike Williams. Williams who can't stay on the field. Yeah, and you have Quentin Johnson, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh knows his issues. Kicked his ass. <laughs> the amount of jokes that are about to be in that locker room. Oh, I hope they re-sign Max Duggan again. <laughs> and, then, and then draft JJ. <laughs> That's horrible. For all of them to sit behind Justin Herbert. Uh, rebuilding the works. Yeah, Titan. Or sorry, Panthers. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Titans. Duh. Next. <laughs> Wait, why, why are the Patriots not? Yeah, I feel like the Patriots are rebuilding. It's not just quarterback because the Titans in the the Titans certainly have a quarterback. Problem. They should definitely be in the next. Yeah. Yep. Still rebuilding. Should be. Yeah. Okay. So the Titans are starting. The Cardinals. Yes, they're starting. The I think the Bears maybe need to be in a better tier. Yeah, I don't think they're completely rebuilding. Because look, Caleb Williams is theirs. Yeah. If they want him, if they want Fields, I'm still fine with Fields being there too. I don't have a problem with that. They're young and they have. Forty-one million dollars cap space. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't see any issues with the Bears. The Giants. I think it's quarterback. I think it's. I think they're bad. Plus, need a quarterback. <laughs> but that. Yeah, that's all the. That's all the teams. So, uh, I. I put together a little bit of a tier list that we're going to put together our own now. Yo. So, uh, Colin, if you wouldn't mind assisting Nathan with this transition. Yeah. Oh, oh, wrong direction. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where's it? It's going this way. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> so we've got your top tier Super Bowl contender. And then there's playoff team, fringe playoff team, needs a QB, bad but maybe good. <laughs> bad. Bad needs a QB. Still rebuilding, starting rebuild. Mm. We're going to put them in tiers on our own um, and just see how it goes. So let's just, we're going to go in alphabetical order like they're laid out here. Where are the Cardinals going? Cardinals still rebuilding. Yeah, I think they're still, still rebuilding. rebuilding. Like they have pieces, they just need to keep putting yep. together. Uh, I think it's just needs a QB for the Falcons. Yes, absolutely. Okay, the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl contenders. Yes, for sure. Buffalo Bills, Bills playoff team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contenders. Gonna put the mic down. Okay, you go next. We'll, we'll alternate. We'll alternate. Panthers starting rebuild. Starting, yeah, 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 definitely. Bears, I think they're in bad, bad but, but maybe, maybe good. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I think they could be good. The Bengals, I'm gonna go. Probably, I'm going fringe playoff yeah. team. I, I think there's the things they need to figure out. Team. I think there's things they have to figure out. Yeah, but you can make the argument. Just this past season was just players being healthy. Rock right. paper scissors. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn. All right. Put him in fringe. <laughs> uh, okay, the Browns. This one's interesting. Mm. I'm going to say playoff team. I was, yeah, was going to throw him in the fringe playoff team. Yo, okay, we took mine. We'll take yours. Yeah. We'll put him in fringe. Right. Yeah, job. Dallas Cowboys are a playoff, playoff team, team, for sure. Yeah. Broncos. Still starting rebuild, starting? I think. Yeah, yeah, I think they're starting the rebuild since they got rid of Russ. Super Bowl contender for the Lions. Yeah. Nah, they're a Super nah, Bowl yeah. contender for sure. Shout out DC. Green Bay. I'd love to say Super Bowl contender. I think I'd put them in playoff team. You you could you could argue French playoff team, playoff team. 
I think they're a playoff team just because they're gonna be for sure first or second in that division. Yeah, going forward, More and they showed yeah, the yeah, but they also showed that they could play pretty well against their opponents. Yeah. So I I think they're a playoff. Yeah, I'm team. down for playoff team. Okay, Texans. Texans. I'm saying fringe, fringe just team. because you don't know what you're going to see from the Colts and the Titans. Yeah. Let's see, that was a rookie season from CJ. Yeah. What are you going to get next yeah, year? Yeah, exactly. Know. Colts, I'm going to say... Bad. Yeah, I'm just going to say bad. bad. I, it could be bad, but maybe good. I'm going to go bad. Okay, we're going bad. Jags are bad. Bad. They're just bad. Yeah. Chiefs, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl. I guess I should have put Super Bowl champion. Uh, Chargers, I think, are the definition of bad, but maybe good. Definitely, yeah. Like, they have yeah. all the t- Oh, they have so much. But they're just bad. So much. I think fringe playoff team for the Rams. Yeah. I don't think they're bona fide just yet. Raiders? Bad and needs QB. Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Dolphins. Are the Dolphins a playoff team? Um, I don't know because of the division. I'll probably put them in the fringe playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go fringe. fringe. Vikings, so the Vikings are weird because they might—they might need a QB. You say, I might say bad, but maybe good. Yeah, you could go that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that just starting. Start yeah, starting rebuild. Actually, I, should we put Panthers in still rebuilding? Because I guess when yeah, they drafted can. Bryce Young, that's yeah, the can. start of the rebuild. So yeah, we'll, we're moving the Panthers to still rebuilding. Okay, Saints. I think it's bad needs QB. I, think, I don't think Derek Carr is good enough. I think Derek Carr is just fine right now as, like, he still, like, plays the game his way. A lot of a lot of pass attempts, everything like that. I just he, don't he know how just good fine. that is. I would put him in bad. Okay. Yeah, we'll put him in bad. Bad needs a QB for the Giants, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Jets, I think they're bad but maybe good. They could be fringe playoff team. I would go bad, maybe good. Okay. Eagles are fringe players. Fringe, yeah. They have enough that I, I'm I'm willing to say. Needs a QB for the Steelers, for sure. Uh, Seahawks, I think there needs a QB. Say, yeah. Yeah, needs QB. For sure. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl contender. Bowl 49ers, definitely. Uh, Buccaneers are weird. I'm going to go, dude, I'm going to say fringe playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say fringe. Titans starting rebuild. Or no, 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 no. Bad needs QB. Yeah, bad needs QB. Yeah. You're not bought in on Will Levis? No. And then Commanders, I'm going to say starting rebuild. Okay. Uh, Do we agree with all of these? Or do we want to? We have a lot of fringe playoff teams. Yeah. Not a lot of playoff teams. I think. Could we move the Dolphins up? I think there's an argument to move the Dolphins and the Eagles up. I just don't trust the Eagles entirely. Yeah, I think as of right now, Browns are staying on fringe playoff team. Yeah. Texans are staying. Um, Ram, I think the Rams are staying just because they're getting old. Old, and that's that's a tough division. Yeah, I think I think out of all of throw these, the Dolphins up. The yeah, Dolphins I I up throw up. the yeah I'm throwing the Dolphins up. The Buccaneers could be playoff team just because they dominate the division every year. Well, by dominate, I mean win by one game at the end of the year, but somehow that's dominant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of vibe with this list. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so just to recap everything for the listeners, you have Super Bowl contender, Chiefs, 49ers, Ravens, Lions, playoff teams, Bills, Cowboys, Packers, Dolphins, 
your fringe playoff teams, Bengals, Browns, Texans, Rams, Eagles, Bucks, needs a QB, Falcons, Steelers, Seahawks, bad but maybe good, Bears, Chargers, Vikings, Jets, bad, Colts, Jags, Saints, bad, needs QB, Raiders, Giants, Titans, you're still rebuilding, Cardinals and Panthers in your starting rebuild, Broncos, Patriots, and Commanders. Sounds I think that's good. a solid tier list. Yeah, sounds good. For sure. Okay, well, let's uh, let's bring it back to the normal view. And, uh, perfect. A little late. A little late. But, uh, but let's go ahead and get into some baseball. The MLB offseason continues. And uh, as per usual, there's something happening every single time. And uh, we start with the Giants signing Jorge Soler to a three-year, $42 million deal. Beautiful. Fantastic move. Beautiful. <laughs> it's awesome. 31 years old, three-year deal. Kind of surprising. Still hits nukes. Yeah, exactly. He definitely still hits nukes. That's for sure. Uh, he's just, uh, you know, we've been praising him all offseason. Yeah, but well, <laughs> last year as a DH, average 250. That's what you need from him. Yeah. With what? Uh, how many how many bombs did he have? Yeah, why is it not show it on there? Was he in the thirties? I think so. Maybe the twenties. I, I think he yeah thirty six. Thirty six. Oh, yeah, I'll take thirty six bombs while batting two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. One stolen base. Perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Better than I would have expected. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get into uh, the next move. Phillies signed Whit Merrifield to a one year deal. I feel like we didn't talk much about Whit Merrifield this offseason. I I said that, uh, you know, I would be surprised if the Royals went out and brought like, him back. Yeah, brought him back. Phillies, this is just adding depth. Yeah. Yeah, because you have Bryson Stott, Trey Turner. Who's Who is their second baseman? Bryson Stott. Oh, yeah, it is. So I guess he could play left, right? He could play fucking. That's true. That's true. And he's just a solid bat. Yeah. Batted 272 last year. Hmm. Yeah, two hit wit. Yeah, he's good at. This is just building depth. Yeah. It's a depth move. I think it's a good move. He's aging too. 35 years old. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good pickup. The guys get hurt. Whit Merrifield can play all over the field, so uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate that move at all. Um, our next one, interesting. Yes, Monty Grandall signs a one-year deal with the Pirates. Where careers go to die. Yeah, that one's, it's over. Yeah, he's, that, That's he's what done. that means. He's 35 years old, he can't get a hit. Yeah, he had a negative 0.7 war last year. I mean, 234 is not horrible. Pull up his 2022 stats. Only, <laughs> they're so He bad. only had eight home runs last yeah, year. Exactly. And he's supposed to be a power hitter. Yeah, uh, two, yeah, 202 batting average in 2022, 234. 2023. Has he ever had a batting average above? Uh, no, 247, I believe, is his career high for a full season. Not great. Yeah, no, Yasmani Grandal has sucked for years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this move means nothing. And um, this one was interesting because we kind of talked about this one uh, potentially happening last week. The D-back signed Randall Grichuk to a one-year deal. Perfect. Um, that one... You know, it was between uh, him, Tommy Pham, and Adam Duvall. Obviously, Adam Duvall, the best of the bunch, 
Randall Grichuk a good quality option. Yeah, solid. Yeah, and, and he put, has a great glove and is very consistent. Yeah, with the and bat. he put together a pretty decent year last year, considering you know he started off so hot in Colorado. If you pull up his stats from Colorado last season, twenty twenty three. Yeah, because he was on Colorado and Angels he was killed. Yeah, he was batting three oh eight with Colorado, and then he got traded at the trade deadline and did nothing with the Angels, and then the Angels waived all of the guys they traded for except CJ Crown. Yeah, well, I mean when you're hitting at a <laughs> course field, you're gonna yeah. That's true, but batting average, like, Coors Field ain't helping anybody's batting average, really. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Randall Grichuk, I think, is a good pickup. They needed a righty power bat mm-hmm. after, you know, they have so many lefties and switch hitters that finding a righty power bat works well, and Randall Grichuk's a good extra base hits guy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, the next move, though, this one's interesting. I don't know if it's really a good move. The Rays signed Phil Maton to a one-year deal. I don't so hate it. So getting a relief pitcher. The relief market has been totally swept up over the past, like, two weeks. So, like, I'm I'm not surprised that a guy like Phil Maton, you know, found himself a team. Last year he wasn't fantastic. He certainly wasn't bad. Um, pretty average when it comes to relieving uh, 30, 38, or sorry, 68 games, a 3.0 ERA. That's kind of where you want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's got postseason experience. Yeah, for sure. He's won a World Series. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I have no problems with them going out and getting Phil Mates on. You know, they have a, a tendency to make pitchers pitch much better than they probably should. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like that move for sure. Um, let's see. We've got the Pirates. So, we'll talk kind of rumors now. The Pirates interested in a trade for the Marlins, Edwin, or sorry, Edward. Cabrera. Oh. So we talked about how Edward Cabrera could be a trade option uh, probably a couple weeks ago. Um, he hasn't done much in his time in the league, but he's definitely promising. The ERA is definitely high, uh, but I think he's a promising guy. The whip, way too high for a starting pitcher. Um, yeah. But when it comes to the Pirates, you might as well try and go out and get cheaper talent with the upside. Yeah, he's got a high ceiling. Yeah, like the Pirates don't have enough maybe outside of Brian Reynolds and like David Bednar to go out and like really get something. So I, I don't hate going out and trying to get Edward Cabrera. I think it would be a good pickup. And the Marlins are looking for middle infield help. The Pirates have a wealth of young infielders to give up. So, Yeah, no, I don't hate it. I think that'd be sick. Yeah, I think it'd be a good move. Uh, Zach Wheeler and the Phillies are in talks on an extension. No. Zach Wheeler said that uh, he'd like it to be done by the end of spring training. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I and I, I want considering they gave Aaron Nola a lot of money at the beginning of this year, and uh, Zach Wheeler was the F-war leader for pitchers last year, I can assume he's going to get paid. I hope not. I'd love him not to, but... Uh, can he go somewhere else out of the NL East? Please. Yeah, it would be nice if he played anywhere other than anywhere. <laughs> Send him to Japan. <laughs> Got a feeling he's in Florida right now. Oh man, I was just there. Yeah, you could have gone down to uh to the Phillies Grapefruit League Stadium. <laughs> hey Zach, let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah, pull up pull up Phillies Grapefruit League Stadium. <laughs> Phillies. Spring training location. Clearwater. 
you were kind of far away. You were yeah, in Tallahassee. But... <laughs> Considering a majority of the, uh, that's like right by Tampa, yeah, Clearwater. That's... Clearwater to Tallahassee. Yeah, it's per- about four, dude, hours, four hours, 15 minutes. You could have been here by midnight. Yeah. Add an extra four hours onto your trip? I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, if he left from Clearwater at the same time, um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I don't care. Zach Wheeler, please don't do it. <laughs> I beg. I'll pay you more. No, you won't. <laughs> he's about to get like 10 years, like fucking he's gonna get, he's gonna get $500 million. <laughs> he's gonna get um, our next thing, the Orioles looking to add another starter with Kyle Bradish and John Means hurt for the beginning of the 24 season. Oh, cool. Perfectly. Uh, go get Zach Wheeler, please. <laughs> See, the thing is, is like they're not going to go after like a big name. No. Um, so, like, Snell's probably off the table considering they already traded. Jordan Montgomery. No, I think Jordan Montgomery's going to ask for too much. I think he could be. I think they could get a I, The problem is that they have pitchers. Yeah. Just two of them are hurt. So you don't have to go after the top of the line guys. Um Ryu wouldn't be a bad one to just pick up. I don't think that'd be too bad. Corey Kluber retired. I think Zach Granke retired. Yeah, yeah. Go get Julio Tehran. Go get Rich Hill. Yeah. He's him. old as fuck, but Go get Julio Tehran. No. Domingo Herman. Is he still in rehab? <laughs> Has Brandon Woodruff signed somewhere? I don't think so. There you go. That would be a good one. Yeah, honestly, Dallas Keuchel. <laughs> Chichi bring, Gonzalez. Hell bring, yeah! Bring Dallas Keuchel back to the to to the. If end. they pick up Jose Urania, we're gonna problem. have some problems. That's a problem. We're gonna have some problem. Be rushing the mound. <laughs> who do the, who do the Orioles play on opening day? <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Whoever they play, I'm getting a one day for when Jose Urania. Oh, they're playing the Angels? Perfect. They need a DH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm rushing them out on Jose Urania. I'm swinging. It don't matter where that pitch goes. He'd strike you out side of the middle. You can't strike me out if he throws me one pitch and I beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor speaks. Trevor Bauer would be interesting to go to the Orioles. Yeah, man. Well, he's all about that money. You know he's trying to go to the Rangers. Mm. You know he's trying to get that low income tax. Cindergard. Mad bum. (laughs) I don't like our options. (laughs) Brandon Woodward. Who are these guys, dude? We got way too low on the list. LJ Newsom, bro. Who's Gabe (laughs) Klobosits? Klobosits. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Jackson Tetrio. Oh, they're all fucking Nationals pitchers. That's why. <laughs> Nash, they probably were. The, that Walters. was probably their starting rotation two years ago. Bro, Nash Walters is a fire name, though. That is a solid name. So is Bo Burrows. All right, we're not doing this. All right, yeah, we can't get stuck in a name hole. Uh, next thing. The Miami Marlins have made an offer for free agent Tim Anderson. Who genuinely had the worst contract year in history? <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm cool with it. Bring him. Oh, it'd be awesome. Bring him. He could. He could. He could bounce back. I'm chirping all game. It. You know, it only took him like seven months to hit a home run. 
Negative two war. Yeah. He played abysmal defense. OPS plus 60. <laughs> That's so bad, dude. How did he, he bat 245? So bad. That's honestly impressive. I don't know. Uh, down. You scroll down too far. Yeah, too far. Wait, still wait. Standard you. batting. Shirted 23. The fact that he batted over 300 for four straight years and then batted 245. How do you even do that? Get an OPS of 60. That is horrendous. Yeah, OPS plus of 60 is so bad. Slugging was 296. Oh, my God. Yeah, Miami, he's all yours, man. I can't wait to face him. They do need an everyday shortstop, and he could bounce back. This is one bad year of his like entire career. Yeah. So I'm not going to blame him if he, yeah, you know, he went from if they go after him. Two-time All-Star to this. Yeah, seventh in MVP voting in 2020. Jose Ramirez really got to him. <laughs> yeah, bro. Jose Ramirez. Down goes Anderson. <laughs> All right, our final rumor to talk about. The Yankees are still interested in Blake Snell. Are they going to get him? I hope not. Luke, yeah. Luke would be happy. If if I have to deal with Luke's starting five, Garrett Cole, Blake Snell, so the two Cy Youngs from last year, mm-hmm. Marcus Stroman, Carlos Rodon, and whatever like drunk that beats his wife is going to be fifth in the Yankees <laughs> They're rotation. They're going to be next, CC. They're going to bring back CeCe Sabathia. Nah, CeCe's cool. He's a little old. But, you know, Domingo Armand fits the description. Yeah, Nathan, go pitch for the Yankees. Probably be better than Carlos Rodon. 84? Yes. You throw throw harder than, like, Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, look, Blake Snell's cool. Third best pitcher on my rankings from last season. Yeah, I had Sonny Gray ahead of him. Was a better pitcher than Blake Snell? Yeah, you gotta look at the you gotta look at the stats. Y'all was not looking. I just had to say that. <laughs> yeah. You just I mean, weren't looking. The fact that spring training's starting and he still doesn't have. That's it. what I'm saying. Same with Jordan Montgomery. These guys just chilling right now. I know they got offers. Just don't know which one to take. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's about it for the MLB. Not much happening other than spring training getting started this week. So, um, also, college baseball started up. We're not really going to talk about that because we try. We try. (laughs) We tried last year. (laughs) Didn't work. Dude, I really wanted to go to an FSU game. Yeah, that that would have been cool. They're playing Butler. What the? F- oh yeah, I did see something about this. Yeah, yeah. Hit seven times. Yeah, Mac, Matt in Mas- two games. Is it Masciangelo? Yeah, Matt Masciangelo hit by pitch seven times. I think he had nine at bats. Bro, I'm going up there in catcher's gear if that's. It was a double header though, right? Yeah, give Nathan the mic. Uh, he also got pinch hit for, and that guy got hit as well. No way! <laughs> Dude, that's, that's amazing. On base percentage as high as... A two-minute video of him getting hit by pitch? 
Dude, can we pull it up? No, nah, we're not pulling it up. We, we, we got to move on. College football news. It's time for college football. We got Ooh. quite a few things to talk about. Shut up, man. <laughs> you love college football and you know it. I know, but baseball's going to kill I would. I beg to differ. We're not starting this argument right now. Okay. I. Whatever. Don't matter. Uh, all right. College football news. The ACC has unanimously approved the use of coach-to-player communication devices as well as the use of sideline tablets. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we're going to get headsets and the helmets. We're going to get coaches talking to the players directly. No more Connor Stallions. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's see if we can get one of these. How much do these things cost? I'd love for Nathan to just feed me information through a football helmet on the podcast. <laughs> Next week, you just see Grayson sit with a football helmet. I pull up in a speed flex. <laughs> how much does this shit cost? I know, I know how much S seven costs. That's ridiculous, bro. Yo, how much does it cost for that that thing that AT and T made the the lens? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd have to like write a grant for that. <laughs> yeah, wait, we just put on the Google Glass. Oh, wait, let's just get Apple Vision Pros. I'm done. All right. You getting two? <laughs> Yo, that picture of Marcus Brownlee was crazy on the right. <laughs> 7,000. Coco for the Apple Vision Pro, oh, for two Apple Vision Pros, seven thousand. You got it like that, Colin? Yeah, of course. All right, cool. Next week, Plinko. Apple Vision Pros on head. Plinko be going crazy. Plinko. <laughs> <laughs> what? Watching Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> or no, not name? Wheel is of it, Fortune. Is it, is it Pinko or what Plinko? are you talking about? Like where they drop the ball and it's just like yeah, that's called Plinko. Okay, yeah. It's not on Wheel of Fortune though. What am I thinking of? No, it's just see a lot of people playing. Yeah, I know, but it's a, it's a game on one of those like it's but it's one of the more yeah, Price is Right. Yeah, they play Plinko. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a good thing for them to finally get headsets and the helmets. Yeah. It should have happened a long time ago. Probably. Like I, I think it's ridiculous that they didn't have them. Um, but it's still subject to NCAA approval. Uh, once the NCAA approves it, other conferences can. Uh, vote on it, get that approved, and immediately start using it. So uh, that should be something we might see this year uh, in football. Uh, but the big deal, College Football Playoff Committee is voting this week on changing the 12-team playoff from the original 6-plus-6 six six format to a 5-plus-7 format. So when the 6-plus-6 six six format was decided on, the Pac-12 didn't cease to exist. Um, so... That was that made sense. It was gonna be, um, it was gonna be the best six conference championships in FBS plus the six uh, like next best teams. So the next like at large bids after those. Now with the dispersion of Pac-12 teams, um, the CFP committee wants to change to the five best conference champions plus the seven best teams remaining. So, um. The thing that was holding up that so yeah, what what makes sense is that they wanted at least one group of five representative. Yeah. The issue they didn't want to run into was if they just did the ten best conference champions or the twelve or you know, the ten best and two at large bids, like there's gonna be conference champions that suck. Yeah. 
<laughs> so like you don't you want to avoid that. I think when there was five power five conferences, that made sense to do six. Yeah. Now you get rid of the Pac twelve. This makes sense. The problem was, and the reason this didn't pass, was that the Pac twelve, despite not having a conference schedule this year, still exists and still has a representative in the college football playoff committee. And so they were just voting against it, and they have to get a unanimous vote for these things to pass. So this guy was essentially just filibustering the college football playoff committee. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, it was Kirk Schultz from Washington State. Nice. He's the president of Washington State. What, two teams in the Pac-12 right now? Yeah, Washington State and Oregon State. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Florida State has to play like Stanford this year <laughs> for a conference <laughs> game. It's ridiculous. I hope we sue the shit out of the ACC. I hope we win. Um, so we can go join the Big Ten. <laughs> Parker Bird. Who even is that? Oh, oh, that's the guy. Why didn't we talk about that? I forgot about that, too. What is it? Par- Parker Bird, uh, he lost his leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he yeah. was playing with a prosthetic for uh, East, uh, East Carolina. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but, yeah, back to what we were talking about. So, yeah, they want to switch that format. Um, got butter. It's enough to make a grown man cry. <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? What are you talking about? <laughs> you got butter in your eye? Yeah, when you get butter in your eye, your eyes start to water. I, I'm at a loss that's, for words. That's the saying I hear when, like, you go to a movie and it's like really sad movie and people are crying. I've never heard that before. Oh, you should talk to my dad. <laughs> we were watching a movie the other day. He just I looked over, he's like, I got butter in my eye. Were you guys eating popcorn? No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's the normal version of that? I don't know. Oh yeah, I was cutting onions. Yeah. That was yeah. That one's real. Also, Pro tip, uh, if you don't know you know, how to get rid of that sensation, uh, use a sharper knife and don't mash the onion, slice the onion. Then you're not going to smash the membrane that releases those toxins. Master chef over there. <laughs> Turn into a cooking pot. Hey, man, I watch videos. Next week, we're going to show you. Yeah, look, I know what I'm doing. Fire up the all Blackstone right. behind us. All right, all right, enough fooling around. Enough fooling around. We got to talk about video games. <laughs> EA Sports College Football 25. It's coming soon. <laughs> not not just yet. Soon. Um. So, what the hell, man? That would have been so cool. That would have been sick as hell if you just knocked the camera, but you didn't. Uh, so we got the teaser and we got some pre-renderings. These renderings look so good. I didn't see it. Well, we've got them right here in this article. Uh, it includes, uh, among the out. likes of Michigan jersey, UGA helmet, uh, Big Al. Uh, we got, like, the Florida locker room. I think we saw Neyland Stadium. Why does that look so weird? A few other things. Are those mean? supposed to be us? That's, have you never looked at your own team's mascot? I've never noticed that. Like, up close. Yeah. We're not watching the trailer. NCAA <laughs> 14 didn't have that. Probably not. It was in ZAA 14. On the PS2? That was 11 years ago, man. 
Facts. Can we? Do you have like the all the pictures here? I see the the Michigan one. Maybe no. Cool. <laughs> you play the official. I'm pretty the sure they also had like the sign at Notre Dame. I don't remember what it's called. I don't know what the sign says. Um. Okay, yeah. Pull up the Big Al one that's right there, though. So you can kind of see it. Yeah. That looks so good. Yeah, it looks fire. Ready for this mascot. Now. Oh, here we go. Okay, so yeah, there's a Florida helmet and jersey. That looks super good. Yeah. Overall, I love what we're seeing. Because, uh, you know, obviously, NCAA 14 was a life-changing game. Like It was amazing. Mascot mashup, baby. Yeah, mascot mashup. Got to hit the side flip in mascot mashup. <laughs> got to use the Syracuse. Yeah, got to use the Syracuse orange versus the Stanford tree. Yeah, you have to. That's the go-to matchup. Or Akron, uh, the Akron Zips, or the Toledo. Um, what are they called? I use the Oregon Ducks a lot. Just yeah, or, yeah it's just an iconic mascot. Um, I always wished we had a Florida State one. We don't. Um, probably shouldn't. <laughs> Just playing it safe. Just, Unless it's Renegade that we all, use for, like, basketball. They're all on horses. That would be sick. <laughs> yeah. downfield and you're getting chased. Yeah, I got a horse, dude. Speared. That would be goaded. Yeah, we could use Renegade from basketball. Even though he's never, I don't think he's ever been on the football field. Probably not. I guess we do have a real horse for that. <laughs> Imagine. They were like, yeah, we couldn't get a horse this week. They just have Chief Osceola on his shoulders. That's horrible. <laughs> Yo, why the hell is he in a picture with fucking Fat Albert? Not Fat Albert, but the Florida <laughs> the Florida Gators mascot, Albert, who's fat and ugly and green. Um. So yeah, you excited for College Football 25? Yeah. Gonna yeah. So I think full trailer comes out in May. Full game comes out in like July. Let's just hope there's no problems that we just. Dude, it's EA Sports. There's problems. I guarantee you. And trust me, if if I told people how much money I spent on FIFA this year, just wait till this. Just wait until I can buy fucking. CFB coins, <laughs> CFB points, or whatever the hell they're going to call it, and whatever garbage version of Ultimate Team they put out in this game. Because trust me, I'm getting a 99 James Winston. You doing a dynasty? Of course, I'm doing a dynasty. <laughs> yeah, we will duh. be doing a dynasty. Without oh, we got to get a group dynasty. <laughs> put together a super conference. Yeah, we'll have to put on. Yeah, Mike can definitely join. He'll use Auburn and get his ass kicked. <laughs> the, the, the Iron Bowl is going to be beautiful. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing right now on uh, college football revamped. I have last year's roster, and I'm playing out the season. We're kicking the shit out. I put it on like rookie. <laughs> I'm running it up, dude. We're winning like 99 to zero over conference opponents. <laughs> I also have one where I'm the eight or I'm the offensive coordinator for Washington, mm. but I'm playing on like the hardest difficulty. We suck, dude. <laughs> we lost to Stanford. <laughs> but dude, what's crazy? We lost to Stanford, 
the week after, I guess, I think we beat Oregon and then lost to Stanford. That's horrible. Yeah. I'm just a bad play caller. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for the college football news. Uh, let's do a stake your claim, and then we'll get out of here. Nathan, do you have a hot take? Or do you you going to have one by the time me and Colin are done? Okay. Colin, would you like to go first? No, you got it. I'm okay. Um, this one's just kind of like a broad statement about primarily college football fans, uh, and that's that no matter what the college football playoff committee does, whether they do the 5 plus 7 or the 6 plus 6 or the 64-team playoff, it doesn't matter what the college football playoff committee does, college football fans will have something to complain about. At all times, there's going to be something that the college football playoff committee does wrong. They're going to be mad that fucking Villanova didn't make the tournament, but they play in the FCS. They're going to be mad that... Toledo didn't make the tournament, but they didn't even win the MAC. Like, there's always something for college football fans to be mad about. Like, somebody's going to go undefeated, but they're not going to be the best whatever. And somebody's going to go two losses, but they're not going to make it in because this three-loss team beat this guy. Like, college football fans will never be happy with the college football playoff committee. Ever. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's not even that hot of a take. Like, college football fans have always had something to complain about. Um, I'm just, like, starting to realize that, like, yeah, everybody's rallying around this 12-team playoff. There's there's going to be a problem in, like, the first year, and everybody's going to give up on it. Mm. Be like, they're not representing them enough. We need 24. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. What you got? So, mine revolves around Mr. Shohei Otani and that he will not be a finalist in the MVP voting this year. Nice. Nice. Who will be the finalist? I think his teammate will. Freddie Freeman. Interesting. Possibly even Mookie Betts. Yeah. He will be the third best player on that team. I think there's a chance, especially because he's not pitching. Yeah. But also that could also be that he's going to be so fucking good at hitting. Because yeah, well, you got to think about the fact that he's been putting up these ridiculous hitting numbers, and he's been starting like 20, 25 games a season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just And also, my personal opinion, it's just like when it comes to like MVP stats and everything like that, NL is just so much more stacked than the AL. Yeah, for sure. When it comes. And I just, he's on a loaded team. And if yeah. they're doing well, it's also going to come to the success from their teammates. And Freddie and Mookie, I think, can put up better numbers than him all around. Yeah, I think playing defense is going to be a big part of it. Um, And stealing bases. Yeah, it's so difficult for a DH to win MVP. Mm -hmm. And if he's not throwing at all, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, if you were asking Ethan who the finalist would have been, uh, last week I let him do a staker claim. He said that Michael Harris was going to be an MVP finalist next year. (laughs) I love the enthusiasm. (laughs) All right, Nathan, do you have anything? All right. What you got? No way you just stood up and forgot. <laughs> okay. I think within the next five to ten years, we're going to see a way with the AL and NL MVPs, and it'll just be an MVP. I love I, that. I think it's coming because no DH rules. They're weird between different leagues. Everything's the same. Why do we need two? It, it makes no sense. There should be one unanimous MVP at this point. Yeah. Why no, are we doing this? I agree. I definitely agree. I think that's a, a good take. 
Didn't blow your mind. Good moment. stuff, man. Good job. He just <laughs> very aggressively celebrated behind the camera. Up yeah. over there. Bro was going crazy. He checked, bro. Come on. Yeah. Act like you've been there before. You're just doing tricks on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's where we need to Yeah, I think that's a good place to end this episode. <laughs> yeah. I would like to ask everybody, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a poll up on the Instagram story. What do you guys think about the uh what do you guys think about the lava lamp? I kid you not, before we started recording, Grayson was staring at it for like five minutes straight. I gotta say, it's it's entrancing. Like, oh, I think, don't even know you, if that's a word. You think the little one's gonna touch the Look little. at this shit, man. It's dropping down to the bottom right now. Look at that. And you can open it up. If you got a bottle opener, you can take a sip. It's it's perfect, dude. Lava lamps are goaded. I found this sitting in the basement this morning when I came to set up. <laughs> and then I plugged it in. So what's crazy is all the fluid stuff in there had coagulated and made one big ball just sitting on the bottom. Wait, wait, what? Coagulated. Never heard that word before. You serious? I use it all the time. How? When things coagulate. It happens a lot. Give me a definition. Uh, Gelatin coagulates in the fridge. Okay. Can't say the last time I had gelatin in my fridge. Jello. You never made Jello? Oh. Kids these days, Found am I right? You're, you're He's hideous, dude. You're younger than me. No, I'm not, dude. What are you talking about? I'm like six inches taller than you. How could I be younger? <laughs> <clears throat> so, with that being said, I hope everybody enjoys the remainder of their week. I will see you on Friday. Colin, we'll see you next week. And you better make sure that you like, subscribe, comment on YouTube. Also, turn on post notifications. Go to the podcast platform, rate five stars and follow, and then uh, go to all of our social media accounts. I think they'll be right about there, right Right about there (laughs) on the screen. And uh, you can follow us on all those to keep track. And then also vote in the Instagram poll if you liked the lamp, (laughs) the lava lamp. So with that being said, guys, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you guys next week. We'll see you guys later this week. Peace.